0: a number one best-selling author whose whole life has been about supporting people to achieve personal empowerment, helping people just like you recognise that they can.
1: Stepping into your power. The principles are the same both personally and professionally. The quality of your life is entirely determined by the quality of your thinking. Surprisingly, few of us actually give any attention into the way in which we think, and there's a really good reason for that. Research has demonstrated that for most of us, most of the time, we think in habitual patterns for about 95% of the time. Our thoughts actually bypass our conscious minds entirely. Something happens and it can trigger an automatic response. And this is particularly true when you look at relationships and the way in which people speak to one another. Somebody will say something And it's not the actual words, but it's the tone that people use that actually creates a reaction in the other person. It triggers something, something usually from much earlier in their life, and they in turn bite back. And before you know where you are, there's a disagreement or an argument that nobody knows really what it's about. So just think about how often you allow your thoughts to be just that, just habitual, and that you don't actually engage in the way in which you think. To be truly powerful, you need to think and act mindfully, to make conscious, informed decisions. Why is that so important? Well, our beliefs generate our thinking, and our thinking generates emotions, and these in turn generate our actions. And if those are done without any actual clear thought, then just think about the consequences of that. Now, the beliefs underpin everything, and those beliefs can be either empowering or disempowering. It's our beliefs about ourselves and our work, the world we live in that are so often created when we're very young. And once they're installed, because we always look for evidence to demonstrate that they're real, those beliefs become more and more entrenched when... They were often created by a chance remark said by a parent or a teacher. So those beliefs can stay in place for years and years until we challenge them. I've studied countless people who have stepped into their power, and as a result of that, they're extremely successful. It's easy to see why. They follow the same pattern of mindful thinking. It's not rocket science, it's not magic. Great thing is that there's nothing about the way highly effective and successful people operate that can't be replicated by you, if you have a mind to do it. So let's look at what makes the difference. Consider the following approaches. If you think, I will fail, it's a done deal. It becomes a self-willing prophecy. And many people don't even start to do something if they think they'll fail they'd rather not try than be seen to fail. The second approach is being fearful, I might fail. Now whilst people go through the motions of trying to succeed, everything they do is coloured by that fear of failure. It's rather like trying to run uphill with a boulder strapped to your back. The third approach is the one that I'm suggesting that you might like to adopt, and that is having an understanding that you will succeed that there is no other option that you will succeed, and then doing whatever it requires to enable that thing to happen. Now, if you are determined to succeed, of course it doesn't mean that you've got to know all the answers from the start. It doesn't mean that you won't have challenges. Indeed, people who are mindful and determined to succeed will see every failure as an opportunity to learn before they move forward again. They don't see it as a bad thing. Many of you may be aware of a guy called Dyson, who's now a multimillionaire, who made nearly 2000 prototypes before creating a carpet cleaner, which was commercially viable. He's now got hoovers um, and carpet cleaners around the world, all sorts of other inventions. Just imagine if he'd given up at prototype 1900, nothing would ever have reached the market and he wouldn't have been successful, but he was prepared to carry on. For each of the three approaches, the I will fail, I am fearful I might fail, or I will succeed, there's a very different corresponding set of approaches to decision making. You make very different choices if you're fearful you're going to fail than if you know you're going to succeed. I would really urge you to think about all of the decisions that you make and think about whether you make those out of fear of failure or whether you make those as a step towards succeeding. Now, it's also really important when you step into your power that you make the very best use of the resources which are at your disposal. Time, energy and money are all finite resources. Of course you can use your money to buy other people's time and energy and there are times when it's far more cost-effective to buy other people's expertise and experience and there are other times when learning to do things yourself is a far better option. How strategic are you in your use of time, energy and money? You spend much time worrying about things or complaining. Both activities are actually a very expensive use of your time as not only do they do nothing to move you forward in achieving the thing you desire, but they leach your energy. They take over your thinking and they make you feel completely unresourced. Research shows that on average, people tell 37 other people when things go wrong but only five when they go right. That's a hell of a lot of wasted energy. If you live to 70, you've just 613,620 hours. Just think about how much time you spend sleeping or shopping or watching the TV. It does make sense to make the most of your time and complaining and worrying are one of those things that I would urge you to do differently. Worrying's like sitting in a rocking chair. It uses lots of energy, it takes up time, but you don't actually go anywhere. Successful people who've stepped into their power make as many mistakes as the general population. Actually, the reality is they're probably likely to make more mistakes as they generally procrastinate less and they give things a go. They're prepared to take more risks. So what is the real difference between people who are successfully living an empowered life and those who are less so? Some may think it's all down to luck. I'm reminded of a famous golfer who once said, it's funny, the more I practice, the luckier I get. Success is far more about the quality of your thinking, the level of your activity and your general approach than it is down to whether you're lucky or not. But they have done a lot of research about luck. And interestingly, the difference between lucky and unlucky people is that lucky people believe that they are. And as a result, they're looking for more opportunities. So rather than seeing yourself as unlucky, open your eyes and choose to look for the opportunities and you will find that luck will come your way. When you own your power, it's easier to be more optimistic about life. And when you expect a good result, it's far more likely to be successful. Stepping into your power means having clear goals, being definite about what you want to achieve and why that's important to you. A sense of clarity is important. If you don't know what you want and why it's so important to you, if you don't know what you want and why it's so important to you, it's much more difficult to plan how to achieve it. Successful people, people who have stepped into their power, aim to achieve their goal or something better. They celebrate each achievement along the way and that gives them the impetus to keep going. They adapt their plans as necessary. They're resilient when things go awry. They're enthusiastic. They look for solutions rather than dwelling on the problems they encounter. They have a sense of perspective which helps them keep the end goal in sight. Crucially, empowered people take action but they do it in a very specific way. They're proactive rather than reactive. They make active choices in the knowledge that in many circumstances it's only hindsight which will reveal whether the decision was good or not. Very often the decisions we make are not right or wrong. They're simply different. It's like taking a journey from London to Glasgow. You can fly, take the train or coach, drive a car, ride a bike or walk. Every decision has consequences in terms of the time taken and the cost financially and physically, but they all get you there in the end. Remember, life is not a spectator sport. You can choose to sit on the sidelines, but if you do, You'll experience a very different quality of life to if you choose to take a full and active part in things. Stepping into your power requires you to take consistent action over time rather than make the grand gesture which then fizzles out as soon as things get tricky. Think about how many people join a gym after Christmas because they want to lose weight. They make it one of their New Year's resolutions. They buy the membership and they buy all the gear they go on the first visit and go for it, all guns blazing. As a result, they can hardly move, their bodies complaining, they're stiff and full of aches and pains, for several days. Because it was so, because it was so challenging, people then stopped going to the gym altogether. The successful approach would be to start with a short program in the gym, one which leaves you tired but able to move. Then you'd be able to keep going to the gym over the coming weeks and months, building up the programme as you develop stamina and strength. And the same principles to this hold true in every aspect of life. You are the author of your life story, so why not give yourself the part of the hero or heroine rather than the victim? Life can be incredibly challenging, but it's not the challenges which define you It's how you react to the challenge that makes the real difference. When you learn to focus on what you can do rather than what you can't, life becomes very different. I've been a wheelchair user for several years. I've learnt to walk twice as an adult. It would have been very easy to give up and focus on all of the things I couldn't do. But by focusing on what I could do, I ran a successful school and I now run a highly successful business. Be creative about finding a different way to achieve what you want, if necessary, and my experience is that often the alternative route has real bonuses to offer. When things go wrong, look for the learning which comes out of it. That's the real gift. Just as in Marianne Williams' poem, give yourself permission to shine. If you're unfamiliar with the poem, you can find it on my website. Learn to be more childlike rather than childish. Be playful and curious. You'll find lots of free materials on my website if you'd like more information about any of these things. Remember, being powerful requires courage, the courage to be vulnerable and to step out of your comfort zone. The interesting thing is that for anything that you do, you only need about 20 seconds of real courage because by the end of the 20 seconds, you'll have passed the point of perturbation. That's the when your comfort zone moves across the point of really worrying into, I can do this. Your comfort zone then expands. So finding courage for 20 seconds isn't such a big ask as finding courage for, s- for life in general. Remember the next three rules. They're very simple. If you don't go after what you want, you'll never have it. If you don't ask, the answer will always be no. If you don't step forward, then you'll stay stuck in the same place. So, when you're in alignment with your core values in life, it makes your heart sing and your soul fly. Fulfillment then becomes possible for you And the first step towards creating a life of power, joy and fulfilment is to be truly, authentically, the genuine you. So, how do you know if you've stepped into your power? You'll know you're living in your power and being your genuine self when you live life in love rather than in fear. When you feel fully aligned with your values. When you're being authentic about who you are and what you do. When you allow yourself to shine. When life's in flow and everything falls into place easily. When you embrace each day with enthusiasm and joy. And when everything feels just right. If you need some help, then there's plenty of help available. Look on the website for materials or contact me and I'll be very happy to help you. Good luck. Remember, you are a powerful being. Step in to be genuinely
0: who you are. You've just been listening to another great Genuinely You podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Genuinely You is a culmination of Gina's work, spanning over 30 years of helping people learn what makes them feel happy and truly fulfilled and how to achieve it. Please visit genuinely-you.com today to find out more.